You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Pull up a stool and join us. 585-866-4FAN. 866-4326. The Sports Bar with Danger and Bataglia on the Sports Leader. 95.7 FM and AM 950. The Fan. Rochester. All right, let's check in with our buddy Dan Fates, 13 Wham Sports. Uh, I, I I think we were going to say to Dan, no baseball talk. No baseball. Brave fan, yeah. you're a Mets fan, so we're not going to talk any baseball with you today, Dan. And there, there's plenty to get to uh, when we're yeah. not talking about the Braves and the Mets right now. Yeah, and uh, I'm I stream, so like I got YouTube TV, so like you guys are probably ahead of me in studio, so you're not allowed to ruin anything for me. <laughs> as I'm watching on a slight delay. All right, very good, Dan. What about uh, this weekend for the Buffalo Bills? Your overall impression of what Brandon Bean was able to cobble together here in the NFL draft? Um, I was a little surprised. I think my initial reaction on Thursday night, I really wasn't thinking tight end. So my initial reaction was, don't love it. Um, I, I didn't think it made a ton of sense. I don't think there was a massive need at tight end. And then after sleeping on it, uh, it, it didn't make sense. I, I think it, Dalton Kincaid is a, is a weapon. Now, I'm going to mix up. I'm going to call him Dalton Knox, and I'm going to call him Dawson Kincaid about 5,000 times this year. So that's the biggest issue I have, is that Brandon Bean has no respect for how hard it is to cover this team with two tight ends with initials of DK. But I, I think he checks a lot of the boxes. And I think, as what Brandon Bean said, it's just, he did not expect him to be there at 25. So, again, he was another guy that we didn't really know where he was going to land along with B. John Robinson, but we're both seen as top 10 talents in this draft class. So to get him late, I see the value in it. My concern then goes again to 12 personnel, you know, how many tight ends they're going to have on the field at the same time, um, and, and that falls on Ken Dorsey, who I've always had my reservations about. But – all in all, I, I like the move. I like that Bean, you know, made an effort to improve Josh Allen's life. And, and that was my one goal going into it. That out, of the, out of the six picks, four run offense, two to catch passes from him, two to protect Josh Allen so he could throw those passes. So it, it, all in all, I, I'm, I'm okay with it. Yeah, I, I, and I'm, I'm taking dangerous take here because it, it makes sense here. I'm, I'm on board with this take. Is that, all right, in theory – this would make sense. However, let's look at some recent acquisitions where the Bills have talent and they don't use them the right way, like Naeem Hines. Uh-huh. Or, or we have yet to see James Cook coming out of the backfield. You traded for a safety yep. you didn't even use last year. Should we have serious reservations that the Bills get the personnel from Brandon Bede, but yet they don't know what to do with it here? And actually, when it get, we get to the end of the season, like, oh, wow, that was only a 30-catch yeah. season for Dalton Kincaid. 
Yeah, Gene, it depends on if you want to be a cynical Bills fan at this current moment or not. <laughs> I, 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 I'll, I'll have some reservations as I have this entire offseason after seeing a full year of Ken Dorsey in charge. Look, the Bills ran the fewest 12 personnel in the league last year. And I know this is something they've wanted to do. I know in theory, you know, I think the O.J. Howard, you look at going back to Tyler Croft, things they've wanted to do, but it just hasn't worked out. Whether that's personnel or coaching, that's to be determined. And my fear is, again, we're not really sure how to use this guy. And my, I'm not trying to this, – this, this interview, this, this conversation wasn't meant to hijack it and just say Ken Dorsey failed last year, but he was left the blueprints of an offense that was very successful and couldn't do anything with it in terms of offense looking like what it has used to under Brian Dable. Now you're going to change it and do something different. And I understand that Bean explained that when he was in Carolina, they had Jeremy Shockey, they went out and got Greg Olson. That was what they wanted to do for Cam Newton. Yeah, Dorsey was a quarterback's coach in that room too, but I do have my reservations as to making this work. To me, I'm just not a fan of 12 personnel. I want more speed on the field, and the Bills have been so good with three wide receivers and spreading teams out. I think Dalton Kincaid can still do that and be that slot wide receiver. I think it was interesting. They kind of compared him to Cole Beasley-esque, the way that he can control the middle of the field. So we'll have to wait and see. But again, if this, if this piece doesn't get used correctly, it falls squarely on the shoulders of one Ken Dorsey. Dan, do you think that the, the Bills draft plan kind of exploded in their face when Detroit did what nobody thought anybody would do? It took Jack Campbell as early as they did in the first round? Yeah, I think a little bit, uh, I, uh, to be honest. Yeah, I, I think that not only that, how about two running backs going in the, the top 12 and no wide receivers? Yeah. I thought the draft board, for the most part, minus the Jack Campbell, which I thought he screened Sean McDermott and the process and all of those things, I thought it sell pretty well to them. And I thought they were going to have to move up to get one of the four wide receivers, which is what I ultimately wanted them to do. I thought they would go get – I thought – they would draft Osiris Torrance in the first round. So to get him in the second, I thought was a slam dunk. But I thought they would move up. I thought they would have to move up to get one of those wide receivers. The board felt exactly how, in my eyes, I was hoping it to. The run on wide receivers was later than expected, especially in years past. So for them to go up there at 25 and get, and get the tight end, I guess I thought it was a little bit, personally, a missed opportunity to get a guy like I loved in Jordan Addison at 20 or at 23, which I thought – exactly where Mike Catalano and I projected him to be. I thought the Bills and Minnesota could work out a trade. Um, he goes there, just not to Buffalo. 13 whams, Dan Fates joining us here in the sports bar. So I don't think we were any clearer as far as who's going to take over for Tremaine Edmonds. Like, what do we know about Dorian <laughs> Williams? Didn't, didn't seem like they were painting him in like right away to, to step right in, or maybe all along they did like the guys that they had, or should we get ready for A.J. Klein? Dan, Dan where do the Bills go from here? Um, great question. I guess I could ask you guys the same thing. Uh, at this point, that was the one pick that I really didn't like. After sleeping on the Dalton Kincaid signing, I woke up and thought, all right, you know, if they could use this guy, he, I went and watched the USC game, which Brandon Bean talks about. The guy was dominant. Um, this pick makes not a lot of sense to me in a bunch of different ways. Um, he's the same size as a Terrell Bernard, who they drafted last year in the third round, and seems too small to play the Mike linebacker in the middle of this Bills defense. Um, we have seen Terrell Dodson play it. We know what A.J. Klein can do. Um, I thought it was a confusing signing because, again, it's kind of what you already had. So 
Again, guys, I'm not going to come on here and tell you I broke down the film on Dorian Williams and that, oh, he watches sideline to sideline speed. Um, I don't think he's ready to be inserted right away. I think there were other options that were there in the second round if there was somebody else they liked. So it, this looks like this is going to be linebacker by committee or some veteran gets let go of training camp and then comes in. But as of right now, I think it's Terrell Dodson and Terrell Bernard's job to lose going into OTAs and minicamps. I look at what they have right now on the roster heading into the uh, off-season program, Dan, and I'm looking. I'm, I'm trying to find bubble players. I don't see a lot of bubble players. It feels to me like their final 53 is going to be set a lot earlier than it has been maybe in years past. Do you see anybody that might be other other than, say, maybe like a Des Lewis who quite honestly, probably didn't belong yeah. on the roster last year as it, as it turns out. But is, are there any guys that you think could be surprise mm. bubble players here as the offseason moves on? How about Latavius Murray, who right. signed today? He's yes. the fourth running back. I know he provides size. It was funny. I went through and tweeted out today. Um, James Cook, 5'11", 180. Naeem Hines is like 5'9", 190. And then you also have Damian Harris, who's 5'11", about 200. And then you bring in this big running back who's 6'3", 230. But he's 33 years old, um, has had some wear on the tires. I don't think they're going to carry four running backs on this roster. That's just not who they're going to be. So they signed Damian Harris. They extended Naeem Hines. Uh, I don't really know what they're planning on doing um, in that spot. I think there's still some moves to be made um, in the wide receiver room as well. And, again, I think corner will be an interesting position too. I think there's a lot of – Guys, not maybe necessarily bubble, but who gets the playing time um, with some of those guys there? I, I thought people laughed at me when I said I wouldn't have been surprised if they took a cornerback in days one or two of the draft. And everybody said, what are you talking about? I go, besides Kyrie and Trey, there seems to be dings on another one-year deal. I, I know they like, and I'm blanking on the Villanova corner that played really, really Benford. well right now. Benford, thank you. But, again, does he convert to safety? Does he play a big nickel position? He's a guy that I know they want to get on the field, but true corners, they're, they're kind of slim at. And Bean has drafted a ton of them. And the other position, guys, I'll say is defensive line. There is not a single defensive tackle under contract right now for next season. Like, none. So they're going to need to find some pieces. Um, Bean, again, didn't draft an edge rusher. I thought for sure the one position he would take at some point in the weekend would be a defensive tackle. He kind of pretty much said that in his pre-draft press conference, then it didn't happen. I know he said he was disappointed the way the board fell in that position, but to me, I, I guess I'm looking at running back as the big one to answer your long question as I windedly circled around the answer. Uh, Dan, do you buy that Jerry Jones was ready to take Kincaid there? Was it necessary to give up that fourth-round pick if Kincaid was your guy? Probably. I, I'm all for moving up, and this is a guy we've seen now being do it now three times in the last four drafts, gone up and getting his guy, um, whether they have some intel on who's taking what. But, uh, again, I thought Kincaid could fall to go at 12, 15 for him to be there, and that's what I wanted them to do with Jordan Addison. I wanted them to say he's close enough to go get him. So if they liked him that much, I have no problem with giving up a fourth, um, in, in all honesty. And I love what Bean did on day three, trading back three times, gaining two six-round picks for next year. And I know people can say, what are you going to do with a six-round pick? I mean, that, that's nothing. Yeah, six-round picks don't necessarily make the roster, but they are value and draft capable to go up in the second and third rounds of next year's draft. Bean kind of said he was kind of handcuffed this year with only having the six picks. They still were able to make six picks, and they added two more picks to next year. They'll get a comp pick for Tremaine Edmonds. 
It's looking at nine to 10 draft picks for next year, which is ammo to do a lot of things, no matter where you are drafting in the, in the ranking. All right, Dan. So with all that smoke and all the talk leading up to the draft today, DeAndre Hopkins is working out with the Arizona Cardinals as if to say, I always wanted to be here all along. Who's talking about me wanting to leave Arizona? What a fraud, by the way. But Unbelievable. But does that shut the door entirely on the opportunity there for a team, whether it be the Bills or the Chiefs, to potentially pick up on Nuke? If Nuke gets released, I would imagine that the Bills would probably kick the tires. Oh, absolutely. I, I feel like this streams, nobody wanted to give him what we wanted. We need you to do a little PR. You don't want to be here. We don't want to pay you. Can you bluff at this and go on social media? Because he's going to get caught, and they're going to have to eat money. And then they get nothing in return. So this just seems like a giant game of cat and mouse. And again, I figured the Bills wouldn't want to give up a third round this year. You already have your scouts doing all of this research into this draft. I think they want to trade a future draft. Like a they would be, I think they'd be into it for a third or a fourth rounder next year. We haven't done any work on it. It's a future problem for Brandon Bean on his credit card. We'll take the guy now. I don't know now if they're seeing, he might get cut and we don't have to give up anything. And this is a game of, uh, of chicken because Brandon Bean, again, I remember I, I keep comparing it back to the Zach Ertz signing, was that Bean, I think, has a, sets his price with these GMs and says, hey, if you ever want this, it's a standing offer. You give me a call, we'll do it. I will give you a fifth round pick. Whenever you want it, it's there, but we're not budging. Don't call us back and say, what about a fourth? He did that with his accurate. I kept checking in with sources, and they kept saying they're interested. The asking price from Philly at the time was just too high, and they never ended up happening. I feel like this is a similar case with Arizona. Arizona wants more than what people are going to give for him. And, again, they're going to have to make some decisions coming up with cap hits, with, with Kyler Murray. They are projected to be the fewest win total in the NFL along with Houston. They have both – they have their own first-round pick, and they have Houston's first-round pick next year. So – they're going to have to make a move on possibly a quarterback again and moving on from some of these guys. So moves are going to happen. And I, if I'm Brandon Bean, just stay put. Let, let Arizona be Arizona at this point. So, Dan, since we last spoke, uh, Aaron Rodgers is now officially a Jet. Lamar Jackson and the Ravens work it out. Where is Buffalo right now, not only in the division, in the AFC, would you say? Still in third second and a half, you know, maybe neck and neck with Cincinnati. Um, the Jets thing is interesting. For as much as I think that this could absolutely implode and that the Jets gave up a lot to get a 39-year-old quarterback who could have a dream tomorrow and realize he doesn't want to play football anymore, the fact is is that if the Jets had any average quarterbacking last year, it's kind of like if the Sabres, somebody asked me this week, oh, if the Sabres are they ever going to be any good with, you know, the playoff team? Yeah, if the Sabres had below average goaltending they would have made the playoffs. If the Jets had average quarterback play last year, they would have been a playoff team. That is a very good roster, a very good defense, and a well-coached team. So the Jets are quickly rising up my fearful board, um, but I still think that where they are is still behind the Bills for as much as everybody loves the new shiny object. Um, It's kind of like what we've done with the Chiefs for the last few years. We've been like, oh, they're good, but they're not that good. They're still good, and they still have Patrick Mahomes. Adding Aaron Rodgers to this mix makes them dangerous, but I will still take the Bills – as the favorite in the in the division, I joked around that I thought it'd be great if you're a guy if you're somebody that likes the Bills and wanted to bet on them to win the division. I think you were going to get a better price if Aaron Rodgers came in, and that's exactly what you can get. Dan, what are you, Mike, and Jenna working at uh, working on there at BuffaloPlus.com here post draft? So you know how everybody does draft grades and how they're all really really dumb. If you want <laughs> mine, 
you can go on the Buffalo Plus YouTube channel because we have draft grades over there. How about a shameless plug for you? Uh, Mike and I uh, did a full draft recap. It's up there right now. Our thoughts. Mike also did a great video um, comparing Brandon Bean to Jack from the Titanic with the Dalton Kincaid signing of Do You Trust Me? This is a move for Brandon Bean saying, Do You Trust Me? to the front of, to the fan base and to the, the, the team. So it makes sense if you watch the video. We had five or six videos up this weekend, pretty much summarizing every draft um, after every day of the draft. So tons more content up there as we get along. And also, guys, Amherst, I'll be there Saturday night yeah, in man. Syracuse. Yeah. yeah, that's good. I'm just concerned about Catalana. Like, what does he do in his spare time if he's coming up with analogies from a chick mm-hmm. flick from the 90s, Dan? Well, he said he compared them to his daughter's two favorite movies. There's another one in there. I won't spoil it. It's a Disney movie, very similar. Again, these are great teases. This is why I'm a professional. you got to go to the Buffalo Plus YouTube channel and watch the video from Catalano. Titanic, a chick flick movie? Because it's, last time I checked, one of the highest grossing movies of all time. Is it still considered a chick flick movie when it's that mass appeal? Yeah, I think chicks. There's nothing wrong with watching a chick flick. Guys can watch chick flicks. I'm I'm just wondering if you classify Titanic as a chick flick. That's that's a tough one for me. I mean, it's a love story, no question about it. But yeah. is it a chick flick? It's you mean it's too big to be a chick flick, right? Like, it's just a mass appeal yeah. blockbuster that you know turns out to be a little bit of a love story. That's interesting. Uh, that's a debate for another time, Dan. Appreciate the time yeah. this afternoon, as always. Look forward to talking to you again soon, bud. Appreciate it. Go Braves. Aha. Try to hang up in time. <laughs> nope. Didn't uh, didn't quite happen for you there, Gene. I give him credit. I thought he'd be like, oh, hey, look, Sean Murphy hit a home run there. Yeah. yeah. No, he's watching. Uh, he's delayed. He's, he's, he's delayed. He's yeah. watching on the stream, and he's watching at his own pace. But, yeah, you'll probably hear about that here over the course of the afternoon. Uh, right now, bottom of the eighth, Braves up on the Mets, 9-7. Yeah. That's good. He'll be out there for the Amherst in Syracuse Saturday. Yeah, I that'd love be that. like like if you were gonna like make a road trip on a based on a Rochester team. That's the game. Or you could do the Nighthawks in Buffalo Saturday. That's night right. Too. That's Either right. direction. Well, lots out. of playoff action. Yeah. Not happening in Rochester this weekend, but lots of playoff action. All right. I'll drink to that as on the way next in the sports bar. We've got some takes on tap. You think I'm gonna just have like not. Have a little fun here with the Boston Bruins. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Wow. Congratulations on that great regular season that you just had. Actually, I'm concerned about one man in this organization. We'll play you the audio from Jack Edwards. I just am a little stunned. And this is a take when I heard this story. I'm like, okay, I don't agree with this whatsoever. And this is right in your wheelhouse, Danger. Don't apologize for something like this. You could just stop with "Don't apologize," but yes, I I I know where you're going to go with this, and we'll discuss that. Also, there's a player in the NBA who is doing something amazing every time he goes out on the court, and you know what? I don't care. I'll explain who that player is and why I don't care. Also. I've got a six-pack of best bets to share tonight's action in the NBA, the NHL, 
and Major League Baseball. You can fade or you can follow. Totally up to you. Because you're in the uh, danger zone. I'll drink to that. It's on the way next in the sports bar. Danger and Bataglia on the fan Rochester. Odyssey has sports for every fan. Keep up with your favorite teams from across the country and get the inside scoop from experts. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Odyssey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.